On this bonus episode of Indie Thinker, we talk about the vaccine mandates and the tough on the Constitution, weak on the Taliban, federal government. Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this video with friends. Obviously, I'm sharing my viewpoint on these things, but I think they will resonate with you today as we kind of dig into these vaccine mandates and what it means for each and every one of us. And then don't forget to subscribe because you don't want to miss a single episode. And next Monday, we got a brand new episode, full episode that I think you'll really enjoy. So unless you've been living under a rock, you will know by now that Joe Biden came out and mandated vaccines for every single business that has 100 employees or more. And so if you refuse the jab, you get axed. Obviously, many are worked up about this thing. Uh, and the question you know, comes to us right now, is it right for the federal government to interfere with private companies, not to mention governors and the states that they run? If they'll not help, if these governors won't help us beat the pandemic, I'll use my power as president to get them out of the way. Would you look at the old bird? He's really grown a backbone. He's not tough on the Taliban at all, but apparently the old codger really thinks that Americans are his enemy. So why are people really worked up about this thing? Could it be that they're tired of politicians and bureaucrats lying to them? So the CDC said all the way back in July, and this is from Rachel Walensky, the director of the CDC, there will be no federal mandate. Geez, they really made an about face on this issue. What a difference a fumbled withdrawal from Afghanistan makes. Or perhaps the fact that COVID cases are up 300% and the one who was going to shut down the virus with his aviator glasses, Joe Biden, actually didn't end up doing that. And the administration is fumbling that too. So it seems pretty clear to me that that's really what's going on, that this is merely a cover up to try to direct people's attention and to try to move away from failed policy. So... What I would like to do, though, because I don't want to create a straw man, is to really dig into the argument that, that I've heard uh, from the left about why this is important. So, of course, uh, what most people on the left have come with is revisionist history. So if you loved the 1619 Project, you're going to love the brand new album by the leftist historians called Vaccination Mandation. So according to the New Republic in an article they just recently wrote, and by the way, the New Republic is famous for Stephen Glass and lying to people, but of course that's hardly new for the media. But uh, they claim in this article that vaccine mandates are as American as apple pie, and they go on to say that those who claim that vaccine resistance is an expression of liberty are historically illiterate. Well, I want to examine that claim for you. So the first claim they make is, of course, about George Washington and that when he was fighting in the Revolutionary War, that smallpox was starting to inundate soldiers and therefore they needed to inoculate their soldiers. So they imposed forced smallpox vaccine mandates on all the soldiers fighting. Um, all right, so the obvious difference there is this, is that they were fighting a war and they desperately needed to win the war. They would all die anyway, so there was a desperate, desperate situation that they were all in. All right, so the article goes on a little bit further because I think that's obviously a different scenario than the one that we're in now. It goes on a little bit further and then it talks about a case in 1902 in Massachusetts where a guy didn't want to take the small packs vaccine and then took uh, his case to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court ruled seven to two that states do have police powers and that they can mandate vaccines upon their citizens. So I'm going to give you about five seconds to figure out the difference between our present scenario and the scenario back in 1902. Ready? Go for it. Will, Zach, 
What's your answer? Take your time. Not too long, though. We do need an answer. Didn't come up with it? Well, here's the obvious difference. One is dealing with state and local government. The other one is dealing with the federal government. If you don't like what's happening in a state, just like what's happening with the abortion bill in Texas, you can move to another state. You may say that's unfair, but at least you have options. When the federal government gets too big and starts to overreach, that's clearly a different issue. So for that reason, I want to try to paint the picture for what people on the right are kind of saying, because I think it's important to have the kind of understanding so that we don't misrepresent arguments from, from different sides. So the first one is this, is this is just kind of conjecture, but I do have a question for you. Why businesses with 100 employees or more? That's clearly not the way diseases work. They don't say, oh, your business has 100 employees, we're going after you guys. Now, you might say, okay, well, this is obviously just to mitigate the virus to the best of our ability, so we're going with bigger businesses. But I would offer a counterpoint and just encourage you to think about this. Perhaps it's because the bigger a business gets, the more compliant they are because the more they have to lose. And I think that more than likely because this mandate is not going to pass muster in the Supreme Court and shouldn't, what, they're, what the federal government is trying to do is trying to impose it on a, in a kind of soft totalitarian kind of way so that they can get it through without really causing too much issue and too much fuss because they know they have no ground to stand on here with this vaccine mandate. Another issue that's causing annoyance for people on the right is this, is that there's already exceptions to this rule. And who are those exceptions for? Well, I bet you couldn't guess that they were for federal employees like postal workers and people who work in Congress. They sure seem to be trying to scratch their friends back, don't they? How about you, Sidebrine? You want some of this milk? Now, to be fair, as far as we can tell, there's going to be exceptions for religious organizations, but the federal government will do its best to make sure that they don't honor any of those things. But according to Jen Psaki, for those who have reasons such as disability or religious objections, they can steer clear of the vaccine. But that's already been undermined by this football coach who said he had religious objections to the vaccine, but then was still fired for refusing to take it. Perhaps the most important of these objections is just the issue of government overreach. Everybody who wants the vaccine can get it. For those who have gotten it, studies have shown you're going to be rewarded for your diligence because your symptoms, if you get it again, are going to be way lower. And chances are you will get it again, even if you have been vaccinated. By and large, we have COVID under control. The hospitals are not being overrun. But the government just can't seem to let go of its power once it's acquired it. And this is the story of history. From our founding until today, the federal government has grown larger and larger and larger and encroached upon civil liberties the bigger it gets. The continual side of increasing government is not debatable. The only thing that is, is when does that growth stop? What's the limiting principle for government overreach? For those who do not trust the government, isn't it wise to be a little bit cautious? Listen, I'll agree, it is debatable how big a central government should be, but all of that conversation stops the moment a central government gets so big that it starts trampling upon the civil liberties of its subjects. And what happens if those subjects don't keep that government in check? So it leaves me asking a simple question. Who's going to have some backbone and stand up and say, no, we're not doing it, and who's going to cave? Already the Daily Wire has come out and said that they are not going to do it and they will sue if necessary. Police unions have come out and they have said, we're not going to allow this vaccine mandate to go into effect. So it leaves me asking one last question. Are you this? Oh, member tray. Or lose heart. 
or are you this? That they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom! Now is the time to decide what you're going to do, and there's never been a better time than right now to take a stand. As always, I like to put this conversation within the context of my faith, because there's a lot of pastors right now uh, who not only listen to this podcast, but are contemplating what they're going to do if they're forced to mandate vaccinations for their employees and in their churches. To weigh the pressure of falling for the leftist talking point about compassion and forcing people to vax up as the way to love people and the importance of courage to make your own decisions based upon your conscience is very important. If you follow the shame of talking points and miss the courage, are you not giving in to the kind of compulsion that God alone can exert? What your church needs from you right now more than anything is not empathy. They need courage. So stay strong, brothers and sisters, and make sure that you exemplify what it truly means to be courage in the face of pressure. I think that's something that goes for all of us. Now, I'm sure this is a hotly contested issue, but hopefully I've tried to illustrate some things that will make us all think a little bit more about the subject. I'd love to hear your comments. Place them below. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Thanks so much for watching. You can catch brand new episodes of Indie Thinker with Reed Uberman every Monday and weekly bonus episodes to keep you thinking throughout the week. But you have to subscribe and click the bell to be notified when new episodes drop. If you enjoy this content, make sure to like this video and share it with friends. 